0: Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. It's Jill Barkley here, and Take a Break magazine's Hannah Watson is here as well. Hello, Hannah. Hi Jill, how are you? I'm very happy
1: and a little bit sad as well. <laughs> <laughs> This is your last show
0: with us, it isn't is it? It
1: is my last show. I'm leaving Take a Break, leaving the world of print journalism behind for now, and I'm working in TV in the future. That's just incredible. Are you allowed to say
0: what you're doing or absolutely not? I think it's a bit hush-hush at the moment. Oh, minute. right, okay, okay. But she is going into television. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Do you know I'm so excited for you. Of course, we will so miss you here uh, on the programme, but uh, congratulations to you, Hannah. Thank That's you. just I'll amazing. Miss you too.
1: Absolutely. Well, we'll keep in touch. Absolutely. I need to see pictures of this puppy.
0: Yes, this puppy that my (laughs) husband is not uh, too keen on. (laughs) Yeah, he left me alone yesterday. uh, And the last thing he said to me was, I know you want a puppy. Do not buy a puppy. You've got a day (laughs) off and you've got an iPad. He didn't have the day off. um, So he phoned me up later on in the day and said, "Um, what you've been up to? And I was like, oh, nothing much really. Don't go mad, but, (laughs) and he went mad. So, uh, but anyway, I don't care. I have got a puppy that's arriving in about three weeks' time, so. So exciting. (laughs) Anyway, listen, uh, exciting news for both of us, but we do wish you all the very best. Honestly, that's just incredible news, Hannah. Thank you. So for the last time, then, you're going to have to read us uh, one of your amazing stories from Take a Break magazine. And uh, this one is called, I'm
1: Having Your Hubby's Baby. Yeah. So this is from a lady called Maddie. So um, Maddie took a deep breath and then she looked at the figure sitting across the table from her and she said, there's something I've got to tell you. It's not easy to say and I understand if it changes things. Then she started to tell her story. It was one she would told many times before and it often resulted in the end of a blossoming relationship. At the age of 14, she'd gone to the doctor with her mum because she, she hadn't started having her periods. At the same time, she hadn't been worried, but tests had revealed that something was quite shocking. It turned out she had a rare reproductive condition, which meant her uterus and cervix hadn't developed fully. The doctor had been blunt. I'm sorry, he'd said, but it means you'll never be able to carry a child of your own. She'd grown up in a large family surrounded by babies, and she'd always wanted to be a mother, but it looked hopeless. Instead of dwelling on it, however, she had pushed it to the back of her mind as she grew up. But when she began dating, she realised it was something she had to talk about, and it wasn't easy. Some boyfriends stopped returning her calls as soon as she told them about it. And now it was her, t- her new partner Tyler's turn to decide what to do. And he surprised her. He said, it's no problem. Pardon, she said, thinking she'd misheard him. I just want to be with you, Maddie," he said. I don't care about anything else. She felt overjoyed. She'd first met Tyler years before, but it was only recently they'd bumped into each other again and hit it off. She thought he was the one for her and now she knew for sure. Soon Tyler proposed. They got busy organising their wedding, but midway through she started experiencing stomach cramps. She went to the doctor who sent her for tests. Her mum Megan came with her to get the results. She held her hand as the doctor explained that there was a large tumour growing on one of her ovaries. Is it cancer, Maddie said. We're not sure, he replied. There was a pause and then he went on. We can remove it, but if you ever want to have a baby of your own, you might want to harvest your eggs now. Beside her, mum burst, her mum burst into tears, but she couldn't cry. She was too angry at her body for letting her down again. She turned to her mum and said, I'm trying to get married. I don't have time for a tumour. That evening, when Tyler came home from work, she told him about the diagnosis and they talked about what to do next. She'd known for years that she couldn't carry a child because of a child of her own, but they'd never discussed using a surrogate suddenly they had almost no time at all to make some very important decisions and her head was in such a whirl she didn't know what to think so she went to see her mum what should I do she said at first and then she said something astonishing and at first she was she was astonished and she could only gape at her I know it's bad timing but I'm serious her mum said I'd be happy to carry your baby for you you'd have my baby said Maddy She'd first made the same promise when she'd been diagnosed age 14, but back then she hadn't really taken it seriously. Now she could see that she meant it. Why not, she said. I'm only 47. I'm healthy. I could do it. Maddie didn't know what to say except thank you. Back at home, she told Tyler all about her mum's offer and his eyes widened in disbelief. Are you kidding, he said. Your mum would have our baby. Maddie nodded. Surrogate is our only hope of having a child of our own, she said, but we might never find one we like and trust. She took Tyler's hand. Mum might be our only hope, she said. They talked all night and by morning they'd reached a decision. When she told mum she was ecstatic and just a few weeks later they all found themselves at a fertility clinic having tests. Mum underwent all sorts of scans and they all had psychological psychological testing to check they could cope with the emotional strain. The doctors warned them that surrogates often developed a bond with the baby and that they found it hard to deal with. You might feel you can't give the baby up once it's been born, Mum was told. But she was adamant. I'm just the oven, Mum said, the deluxe easy bake version. They prepared for the unconventional pregnancy, and they told her their two her two younger sisters, McKenna and Marin. Over dinner at mum's house, she explained it all to them and they couldn't contain their excitement. In time, she had her eggs harvested and several were fertilised with Tyler's sperm. Two embryos were then implanted into mum's womb. They had to wait 11 days for a blood test to show whether or not mum was pregnant. It was a tense wait, but Tyler and her had something else to occupy their thoughts. All the time they'd been having fertility treatment, they'd also been planning their wedding. And now it was time for the big event. The day before the ceremony, the phone rang and mum answered it. She listened for a moment then she screamed. What, said Maddie. We've done it, she said, we're pregnant. Maddie's hands flew to her mouth and Tyler hugged her. They all burst into tears together. I can't believe it, Maddie said. We're having a baby. Next day she woke up knowing she was going to be a bride and a mum. As she walked down the aisle, she couldn't stop grinning. In the next few months, mum bloomed. It could have felt odd knowing she was carrying her husband's child, yet it didn't. At every point she reminded her that the baby was not hers but Maddie's and she made sure she was involved in everything. She went to every appointment and every scan, and when her mum's feet swelled up, she gave them a rub. She even ran to the shop for orange juice when her cravings got the better of her. In time, they learnt they were having a boy, and they chose the name Gus after Tyler's dad and granddad. Then one evening, when mum was 35 weeks pregnant, she gave her a call. She said, ''It's time.'' They got into the back seat of the car, and she held her hand as her dad drove them to the hospital. Her mum practised her deep breathing as her contractions took hold, but she didn't complain. Then seven hours after after they arrived at the hospital, she pushed their baby boy into the world. He was placed into Maddy's arms and she gazed down in awe. She'd heard new mothers felt an overwhelming rush of love at this moment and she wondered if she would experience it too, even though she hadn't carried her child. But now she knew. She blinked hard and said, ''He's perfect.'' She carried Gus over to Tyler and said, we made this, he's our little person. Then she kissed her mum on the forehead and said, thank you, thank you. It was my pleasure, mum replied. Now they're all back at home and getting used to life as a family. They still have embryos left over if they want a little brother or sister for Gus, but right now he's more than enough for them. And he in turn has everything he needs, a mum, a dad and a grandma who does everything you would expect from a granny, plus she expressed breast milk. Tyler and her will never be able to thank her mum enough for what she's done, but she takes everything in her stride. Her mum says, seeing my baby, holding her baby is the greatest experience of my life, and Maddie thinks she's an absolute hero.
0: Oh, do you know, it's such a lovely story, isn't it? And And, it's you lucky. know, very kind of shocking. You know, I'm trying to imagine, you know, would, would my mother have done something like that for me? I have it's to be huge, honest. It's a huge, huge ask. I have to admit, I don't think she would have. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My sister wouldn't do it for me, so I don't think my mother would. But it's a very, very kind of huge, huge undertaking, isn't it? Especially when you are in your late 40s. I can't imagine what it would be like, uh, uh, you know, with me being 40, Mm. uh, carrying a child. But incredible story nonetheless. Yeah, it's a huge sacrifice, and they all look incredibly happy together. Oh, that's just wonderful. It really, really is. Wonderful story. Well, listen, Hannah, honestly, I don't know whether to to cry or (laughs) or jump up and down with excitement for you, because uh, obviously you are going off to your new television job, and we do wish you the very, very best of luck from everybody here at the radio station. Thank you for all your years of of commitment to us. It's been Been a good four years, I think. Do you know, at least... At least Take a Break's been with us now for possibly nearly 10 years. Wow, that's great. Incredible. So we are very, very grateful. The very best of luck. I'll be keeping in touch with you on Facebook. But for the last time, Mm -hmm. if anybody wants to get a copy of Take a Break magazine, you can, of course, get it. It's on the shelves now. The new issue will be out on Thursday. But you can also take a look at the fully accessible website. Have you got the address? Yes, it's
1: www.takeabreak.co.uk.
0: Hannah Watson from Take a Break magazine, thank you so much for joining us here on the radio station. Thanks, Joe.
1: For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk/podcasts.